Bill O'Reilly here, Friday, June 17th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here is what is happening this week in America. President Biden asking Saudi Arabia for oil. Can you believe it? The January 6th committee presses ahead. Shrinkflation getting worse. New survey ranking the most relaxed states in the nation. Also ahead, the message of the day. Update listeners sound off. But first... Joe Biden announcing a trip to Saudi Arabia in July. The president will ask for oil from Middle East countries to ease domestic fuel prices. Said White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre, quote, The president appreciates King Salman's leadership and his invitation. He looks forward to this important visit to Saudi Arabia, which has been a strategic partner of the United States for nearly eight decades. Yeah, but what about climate change and human rights? The beleaguered January 6th committee moving forward after postponing Wednesday's hearings. Democrats blame the abrupt cancellation on scheduling conflicts and production problems. The group will meet again next week. The panel's primetime broadcast, as you may know, flopped. Few watched the anti-Trump exposition. More companies are now reducing product sizes. This is a ruse, and you should know about it. And they're doing it to cope with inflationary costs. The phenomenon is known as shrinkflation. It affects roughly 50% of everything we buy in the grocery store. Manufacturers slashing the quantity of bathroom tissue, paper towels, ice cream, juice boxes, bottled water, coffee, shampoo, laundry detergent, on and on and on. Between the consumer price index and shrinkflation, the actual inflation number is about 11%. By the way, the companies, again, don't tell us their packages contain less. Survey from USA Today ranking the least stressed out places in the country. They are Hawaii, New Hampshire, Nebraska, South Dakota, number one, Utah. It's no surprise the most stressful spots are found in the Northeast. New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island. In a moment, update listeners have their say. Right back. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? with more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update. Message of the day, listeners sounding off. We do this each Friday. You can reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. And this is very important. Name and town, if you wish to opine. Let us begin with Rich in Bonita Springs, Florida. O'Reilly, why are the top five oil companies raking in $35 billion in profits this year while Americans pay so much more at the pump? Is it greed? Yes, it is rich. The American oil companies know there is mass chaos in oil and gas pricing. They are bleeding us. They have always done that. Capitalism is not a charitable enterprise. Tom, Rogue River, Oregon, a beautiful place. Hey, Bill, while I agree that big oil is out for every nickel, I'm no fan of theirs. Let us not forget that these companies have annual sales at top $350 billion. They run around an 8% profit margin. That's way less than many high-tech companies. However, Tom, we don't have to buy what the high-tech companies have. We have to buy gas and oil, to air condition, to heat, to move from place to place. It's a semi-monopoly. You know that. So, look, the oil companies are going to do what they do. The federal government could get involved, I guess, but probably not. Steve Herman, Utah. Bill, I like your idea of federalizing gun laws, but I worry that under Biden, they would be ignored just like Democrats are ignoring criminal justice laws now. That is true, but you don't, if you are a congressperson or a senator, you don't pass or vote against laws based upon what somebody might do with those laws. Your job in the House and Senate is to pass laws that help the American people. The only way criminals practicing gun violence, again, criminals are going to stop is if they are incarcerated with mandatory federal prison sentences. That's it. Red flag laws, registration, background, that's not going to stop gun violence. Only punitive measures will. Ross, Miami, Florida. Hey, Bill, went to a restaurant Monday I haven't been to in a few months. Prices up about 40%, and they replaced some dishes with cheaper ingredients not going back. Hey, Ross, I'm, I'm with you. I, I go into restaurants now, and I'm seeing the, uh, the prices, and I'm not going to pay 25 bucks for a hamburger. I'm not going to do it. So my strategy sometimes is not to go in very hungry and order a couple of appetizers and lay off the $40 entree. If I want a burger, I'm going to grill the burger. I'm not paying 25 bucks for a hamburger. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by putting it together. If you'd like more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. And happy Father's Day to everybody. My book, Killing the Killers, makes a great gift for Dad. In a moment, something you might not know.
Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. It is officially Father's Day weekend. The holiday was first created by President Nixon during his 1972 re-election campaign. Today, families spend $1 billion on gifts for the old man. Historically, fatherhood has been celebrated from antiquity to modern times, as you know. Here are the most prolific dads throughout the centuries as ranked by the Guinness Book of World Records. First, Pharaoh Ramses II, the ruler of ancient Egypt, spent 70 years on a throne. He fathered... 162 children. His descendants can still visit his mummified body at the Egyptian Museum in Cairo. And you'd be mummified too if you had 162 kids. Next, Augustus II, the king of Poland, born in 1670 by his death, the monarch, had one legitimate heir from his wife, but 300 children from extramarital affairs. Lots of Christmas presents. Then there's Ming Mang, the 19th century emperor of Vietnam. When he wasn't fighting French colonists, Ming was having children with 400 wives. In total, the emperor fathered at least 350 children. Ming was revered by communist Ho Chi Minh for his decision to ban foreigners from Vietnam. I believe that was because there was no room in the country after all the Ming kids. The second spot goes to the British sperm donor Simon Watson. Mr. Watson made headlines in 2016 when DNA tests confirmed he sired over 800 offspring throughout the UK. In 2019, Simon impregnated 30 women within 30 days by artificial means, of course. Right, Simon? Right? The most prolific father of all time, Genghis Khan. Renowned as the world's greatest warrior, Khan also had the most children. The 13th century ruler had 300 wives. He also had a harem of 500. And so, historians believe he fathered 3,000 kids, leading to the old Mongolian proverb... Yes, you con. Happy Father's Day. Back after this. At Evernorth Health Services... 
We believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.